It's the doc and the deacon, stethoscope and hope, talking everything from poop to the pope. One believing in spiritual miracles, the other believes in movement bowels that are irritable. Two dads, more like two brothers, and they breaking bread like the Last Supper. This show won't get negative feedback, that be like the deacon prescribing a Z-Pack. So don't get it twisted like a Philly pretzel, Foles already told y'all that Philly special. Take notes from the knowledge they're teaching, pay attention, it's the doc and the deacon speaking. Welcome to Doc and the Deacon, a podcast about two dads. One of us believing in the power of science. One of us believing in the power of Jesus. But both of us believe in the power of an ice-cold beer. Yeah. So, Doc, I, I got a question. I, 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 you know, I feel like we were very cautious as, as, a, as a community, as a medical community, as a society, to enter into the, uh, the pandemic involving COVID-19. And now I feel like every time somebody gets sick, it's a new pandemic, right? Like what is this, uh, for instance, this monkeypox virus? Ooh, monkeypox. Is, is, that a, is that now a pandemic? Well, I don't think it's the reason we can't get formula. And I was still able to get toilet paper today. Is it affecting our gas prices? It is not affecting our gas prices. But whenever you go to the gas station and there's the picture of the guy and they said he did this, it is kind of funny, <laughs> even though that's not exactly what And now happened. they're putting monkeys all over the gas tanks. What do you mean they're putting monkeys all yeah, over the Yeah, now they're, he did this and then there's a monkey right next to him. Wow. Well, so monkeypox. Monkeypox is it, an ortho... Here's the first question. Is it a pandemic? No. Okay. No, it's not a pandemic. It's not an epidemic in the United States. All right. It is. Is it a global concern? Well, I think anytime there's a new infection that is spreading, it's a concern. But you don't need to, you know, you don't need to hide your wife. You don't need to hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. All right. Well, tell us first, what is monkeypox? So monkeypox is an orthopox virus. It's similar to smallpox, which was the variola virus. And smallpox you know, was a virus that was here a long time ago. It was one of the first viruses that ever got eradicated. And we actually stopped vaccinating for smallpox in 1980. So if you are... You know what's funny? I I was born in 1975 and I do not have that hole in my arm that I feel like people that were vaccinated from smallpox do. Well, you were from the South and super Christian. Who knows if you were actually vaccinated for everything you needed. But you know what I mean? Like everybody I know that has the smallpox vaccine... Has that hole in their arm. Yeah, but most people, you would have to be over 50 years old at this point to have been vaccinated because it was done at a certain age. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I was born in 1979, but it wasn't, that vaccine wasn't given to children right at that time. And we had really ramped down on the vaccination uh, for smallpox, even in the late 70s, because we knew it was almost eradicated. The difference, though, is... I remember my parents, uh, the pastor came in and prayed over me and said, don't let this boy... Have monkeypox or, or smallpox. And that was, that was the vaccination Well, so, yeah. the difference is smallpox is only a zoonotic infection. And monkeypox is whoa, a zoo... Okay, so break out the thesaurus for us. What's a zoonotic infection? It means an infection that you only get from animals. Okay. The difference is smallpox is not a zoonotic infection. Okay. It was just in humans. So as soon as we got humans immunized... The virus went away, whereas monkeypox is both 
a virus that can be transmitted from human to human, mm-hmm. but also a zoonotic infection. So as much as we can get this virus out of humans, it will live in animals, mm-hmm. and so it will be hard for us to eradicate fully. And a lot of these okay. viruses that also live in animals, yes, that makes or sense. could possibly have been found from a bat in China, like a bat, right? Sure, yes, sure, sure. yes, it will be difficult for us to fully eradicate because they're carried by animals who are not vaccinated. They they are carried by animals. So we can't vaccinate wild animals. So that's one of the ways. Well, one of the reasons. Wild animals, you're correct. But if you've ever taken your dog to the vet, they sure vaccinate your dog for all sorts of things that you're like, do I actually have to pay for this? And the answer is yes. Yeah. So my dog uh, does have, uh, did cite some religious beliefs that he wasn't sure if he wanted to be vaccinated from all of the things. But we... We went ahead and did it anyway. He opted out? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Murray is a pro-vaccine animal. Murray! Um, so, monkeypox is a virus okay. that starts like any other virus. Causes fever, muscle aches, headaches, can cause abdominal pain, which sounds like every other virus in the world. And then it's cured with an antibiotic, just like every other virus. <laughs> you know that antiviruses aren't treated with antibiotics. <laughs> I love the people that call and say, I have COVID, can I get a Z-Pak? I mean, they're still driving me insane. Yes. Yes. My allergies are acting up, can I get a Z-Pak? was literally a message I got today. I love that. But then this is where things change. Okay. You get swollen lymph nodes. And swollen lymph nodes are different in monkeypox than they are in smallpox. Which is eradicated, but in smallpox, we didn't get the swollen lymph nodes. You, now you get swollen lymph nodes in your cervical glands. What can a swollen armpits. lymph node do? Can it, can it prevent you from breathing? Can it cause labored breathing? Can it, does By itself, can a swollen lymph, lymph node lead to other uh, health conditions? No. I mean, hypothetically, a swollen lymph node could put pressure it can cause pain. It can cause discomfort. It is your immune system working harder. Because the lymph nodes work on the immune system and it can contribute to your body kind of just overall shutting down. And- Ooh, when my air conditioner works harder, like, because now we're heading into summertime. So when my air conditioner works harder, I can hear it like doing work and it starts sweating, all kinds of things happen. And I get concerned that it may just eventually shut down. So this is the same thing like with your lymph nodes? Yeah, yeah, All right. yeah. And we left out your groin. Even the lymph nodes in your groin can get angry and inflamed and swollen. Oh, so that, they, they, they be working hard anyway. <laughs> your, do you think the lymph nodes in your groin work hard anyway? Yeah, right. Okay, no. No, I don't know that that's how it works. Even if you have a high libido, it doesn't mean your inguinal lymph nodes are working hard. You can have a testosterone that's over a thousand with normal working inguinal lymph nodes. Did you ever see Smokey and the Bandit, the movie? I don't know that I did. Yeah, there was a I'm monkey. Not, I'm not old enough to get vaccinated for smallpox. In, in fact, there was a monkey in the movie Smokey and the Bandit because uh, he had a monkey in the in the trailer that he in the uh, uh, that he would drive around with, and then the sheriff. Uh, when he came over and his son was a disappointment to him and he grabbed his son. I remember we used to always say this to each other. He grabbed his boy and he said, there ain't no way you came from my loins. <laughs> and that's, that's what made me think of that when you started talking about my groin having a swollen lymph nodes. I love him. Ain't no way you came from my loins. Once you realize that you're COVID negative and then your lymph nodes are getting swollen, then comes the rash. And this is where... 
this virus seems scary. This is where you've seen the pictures on the internet. Yeah. If you haven't, Google monkeypox. And you get a rash. And this rash can be on your hands, which there are many rashes that go onto the hands. It goes to the face. It goes to the feet. It goes to the arms and legs. It spares the trunk mostly. But it's like pustules. It's like vesicles. Do you want to pop now? Now, here's a question. Does popping those things make them transmit more and spread further? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The serum, the fluid, the mucus, anywhere in the body can transmit this virus. This virus does not transmit the same way as COVID-19 with airborne droplets or coughing and sneezing the same way. It can, but it's much slower to transmit. I hear it's, it's pretty difficult. In fact, what I have read is that it's primary, primarily spread through sexual contact. Well, so we don't actually think that monkeypox is transmitted via sex. Okay. But in some of the clusters of cases that have had monkeypox, it is in the uh, men who have sex with men or uh, transgender or bisexual uh, group of men that have been described. The honest truth, though, is I don't know that this has anything to do with sex or semen or sperm transmitting monkeypox. I actually don't think that will be the case. I just think it's a cluster and we have so few cases right now that you don't need a small amount. And you actually want to be really careful when describing, and as we know with what happened with the HIV epidemic, a certain type of person as transmitting this. Sure. And I think right now the numbers are so small, we realize that some of the people that have been first diagnosed with this rash that comes and then the good thing is they don't think it's scars, but a lot of these lesions yeah. are being found in the groin. Okay. And so it may not be sex, but it may be the mucous membranes coming together. It may be people being close together. And being intimate is a definitely a classic way, differently than it may be from sex. But as I know from re-listening back to our first coronavirus episode, yep. it is amazing how quickly things change. So we talk about you know some of the symptoms being those swollen lip nodes, the 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 pustules, even into the hands, the feet, the mouth, things like that. Um, where did it originate from? I, I've been reading it mostly it stays in Africa. It, it, is, that, is that what we what we believe to be true? So in 1958, there was a colony of monkeys that was used for testing. Okay. And they were found to have a chicken pox, a smallpox-like infection. And it was tested and found to be a different virus. And so because it was initially found in these test monkeys, it was named monkeypox. Okay. It actually wasn't specifically found in humans until uh, 1970 in the uh, Democratic Republic of Congo. And that's where they first found it. So the Democrats. Did you say the Democrats? The DRC. Oh, oh, okay. And Africa is where it is found most. That's where the Democratic Republic of Congo is. Yes. Yes. Yes, uh, there have been quite a few cases in uh, the coat, uh, the Ivory Coast. Okay. I tried to say it in the French way. And also in the Nigeria. Cote d'Ivoire. Cote d'Ivoire, yes, yes. We actually, uh, they had a few clusters in the United Kingdom in 2022. Um, actually, I think 2022. Cote d'Ivoire. Because <laughs> they don't really pronounce the R. I love it. And America had an outbreak in 2003. And it was from prairie dogs that were imported and were in a, a pet store. 
Oh. Yeah, yeah. Actually, there were some rodents imported that got the prairie dog sick and then spread to getting humans sick. And so there was an outbreak here in America in 2003. One of the things that here is interesting is, as opposed to COVID-19, and I know I keep comparing things to COVID-19, but we've all lived the past two and a half years. But that's what you keep comparing it to, something that turned into a pandemic. So that is making me concerned. Well, I'm going to tell you the differences. Okay. For the first 10 days after you're exposed to this, before you get symptoms, yeah. we think you are not symptomatic. You cannot, you're not contagious. You're not contagious and you're asymptomatic. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to rephrase it. Rephrase. Usually, for 7 to 10 days after exposure, okay. you don't have symptoms. You mm-hmm. cannot transmit the virus. Okay. So you're asymptomatic and you're not transmitting. Correct. All right. You're only transmitting the virus if you're symptomatic. Okay. So... If you have new pox in your genitals or yeah. you have inguinal lymphadenopathy, it's not time uh, to go on uh, Tinder or go on a first date. Well, hold on. But you said if you have new pox, that's when you can do it. So no. You got 10 days to run crazy. No, no. Once you have pox, you're symptomatic. Oh. It's from the time of exposure. You usually don't get any pox to 7 to 14 days. Usually it's around 10 days after exposure is when the symptoms start. And actually, it starts with the fever. It starts with the chill. Can you Photoshop the pox out of a picture? Like if my if my Tinder profile pic had some pox in it, I could Photoshop them out? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And because of these reasons, though, it doesn't spread as quickly. All right. There's this number called the R-naught. Yeah, and the R naught is how many people get sick. The reproductive per quality yeah. of the, and uh, when we got to like Omicron, it was like an R naught of like six to eight people. So every yeah. person that got sick was infecting six to eight people. If your R naught is less than one, the thought is it will die out because for every person that gets it, spreads it to less than one person. All right, all right, come on, tell me what's the R naught for monkeypox? Well, the predicted number is zero point eight five. Zero point eight five. Less than one. That is, uh, so that's, you're still legally drunk. <laughs> yes, yes. The symptoms last. Depends on the state. In Virginia, it's 0.08. It's 0.08 here too, I think, right? Oh, that's true, yeah. The symptoms last two to four weeks, so you're sick for a while. All right. This isn't, you know, you're home for five days or ten days. You could watch every episode of Breaking Bad. Oh, you would And Friends in two to four weeks. You'd have to have a binge plan together. I wonder if you would have to hire like a professional binge person. Like that to me, you know how people like curate wines and pairings and things like that? I would imagine if you were sick for a long enough period of time that you could hire somebody who could curate a TV plan for you. You know, like ask a few questions to get your likes and dislikes down. And then, you know, start and say, okay, you know what? We're going to start you with like, so when you're doing wine... You want to start with a wine that's dot over, that doesn't over overwhelm the palate. Yeah. So as you go through these wines, you can do you go still... white, pink, red, or pink, white, red, or we just champagne, white, red. But you have to be careful the sweetness too, right? So you don't want a wine that's too sweet to start it off, um, but you don't want one that's too dry. So you're probably going to go pink, white, definitely red last, especially when we're talking about the drier reds. So, I like a big, bold, dry red. Ooh, that's me, Big Daddy. Yeah. I love I love my big Californias. Although, I, there are some Frenches that I like. A nice, dry Bordeaux, full-bodied. I'm down with that. So, I'm wondering if you would start somebody off. Like, 
I don't think you could start somebody off with Ozark. <laughs> no, no. No. Right? Yeah. But maybe you start them off with like, hey, watch the working first moms? two seasons of Seinfeld. Then maybe you have some working moms. Then maybe we'll throw in some Homeland before Kevin Spacey gets kicked out. And then like, because with Kevin Spacey, I thought Homeland was one of the best. Or not Homeland. Um, House of Cards. House of Cards. Although yes. I did like Homeland as well. I forgot about that show. Claire Danes. Yeah. She really showed... Bipolar disorder and psychiatric illness in a great way. She did a great job playing that. But speaking of wine, we were talking about going to, uh, my wife and I, to Martha's Vineyard. But we're not going to right now because the first monkeypox in the United States was found in Massachusetts. Oh, stay away from, you know what? That makes and it sense. actually wouldn't keep me away from Massachusetts. But that was uh, where the first most recent case was found. It was found on May 18th. I want to point out, like with our coronavirus episode, yeah. today is May 25th. So if you're listening out there, here's what I want to know. Is your aspiration, your aspirational job to be a show curator? Because I think that might be a role. Yeah. Well, that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. Okay. First, you should watch all the movies from Planet of the Apes. Yes. Right? Even the ones with... uh, well, Mark Marky Mark, yeah. even the ones, even with, Marky the ones Mark. with Marky Mark. I went to one of those in the theater, which is embarrassing to see. That say. is so embarrassing. The good thing is we have a vaccine, the Bavarian Nordics Genios approved vaccine. It's a live, non-replicating vaccine. And uh, should we be running out to get vaccinated? No, not for this now. No. Who should get vaccinated for monkeypox? Yeah, no one yet. Okay, no one should get vaccinated for monkeypox yet, uh, especially here in America. There may be other places in the world. But right now, it is not needed. It is really, right now, kept in the U.S. strategic national stockpile. Actually, some of these countries still have smallpox around. The United States, we think Russia does. Yeah. And the thought is, we have some of the virus around and some of the vaccine around in case it comes back. But the worry is bioterrorism and biochemical warfare. And smallpox is one of those things that could definitely be used for. Because smallpox has a much higher Death rate. Also, it's been going a long time. The medical community has changed a lot. Yeah. And the death rate for monkeypox has been estimated at 1% to 10%. But the thought would it would be less, much less than 1% in the United States. Okay. The last outbreak that happened, uh, no one died that had monkeypox in the United States. All right. But you don't want to get monkeypox. It does not sound fun. Well, uh, so does the monkeypox, it, ma- it doesn't grow in strength depending on which monkey it came from? Like... For instance, stick with my logic here. Okay. If if it was a silverback gorilla pox, we would be very concerned. But if it was a curious George pox, it would be fine. Right. No. You know, it's not it doesn't it's, it's not like, it's not it's not like, like that. that. I like okay. that though. Cuz you know, when you look in the movies, like uh, so I look at monkeys and I think about how um how are they related to life, right? We see them mostly in the wild. Ooh, I was going to give you or I was going to have you rank my three favorite monkeys from TV or movies. Oh. Are you ready? All right, let's do it. Okay, so I'm giving you three monkeys. Okay. Hopefully you recognize them. And they are from movies or television. Do Number, you know what kind of monkeys they are? Kind of. Are they capuchin? One is the monkey from Friends. You used to He's love capuchin. to reference Friends. That's Marcel. He's a capuchin monkey. Actually, did we like him? Why did they have a monkey on Friends? Actually, Marcel was played by two different capuchin monkeys. Yeah. And they were monkeypox free? Two different capuchin he monkeys. He didn't have any rash. He didn't have any fever. Did you see his inguinal lymph nodes? I did not. At any point, his... did they show 
Marcel's you groin. You asking me if I looked at the monkey's groin? Yes. I don't remember if I could pause it at that point. I don't. Re- I don't think so. But it was two different capuchin monkeys that played. To any Marcel. of you out there watching Friends, next time Marcel is out there, pause it. I want you to pause it and stare right at his groin. <laughs> Look for a swollen lymph node on Marcel. Is that his name? Yeah. Uh, next. Uh, the monkeys, the band. The monkeys, the band. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. People say we're monkey around. around. What was that? David Crockett or something like that? Yeah, that. Davy Jones. It always confused me because they were not an actual band, but they were a band made for TV. But I think they ended up on some of the pop charts. Oh, I think they went platinum. Maybe they had their own television show. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, so they are. Right, so we got Marcel, we got Davy Jones and the Monkeys, and then we got King Kong. King Kong. Yeah. I think King Kong is the most impressive. Right? Because stature. I, yeah, the stature. I the, mean, he tore down New York City. But his ability to be that size and move, he reminds me a lot of Joel Embiid. <laughs> Except he doesn't fall as much. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't flop as much as JoJo. Well, are you going to put him second team? Because Joel Amid just got named second team All-NBA today, and he was literally the best player in the NBA this Oh, year. my gosh. And But he won. He did finally win the MVP. No, he did not. Yes, most valuable Philadelphia. Oh, most valuable Philadelphia. Most yeah. valuable Philadelphia and a holla big dog. Well, that's Glenn Robinson. But anyway, um, I would have to go King Kong and then Marcel Marcel. Uh, he's he's my and then and then the monkeys the fake band. Yeah, they weren't that good. No, they weren't that good. Um, so I'm going to tell you, okay. monkeypox. You yeah. don't have to be scared. I don't have to be scared. So where are we now? I if mean, someone has traveled, all right, from West Africa, or if you are exposed to people you're worried have been sick recently, you need to do what we have done: is keep space and be aware. If you get sick and you start to get swollen lymph nodes. If you start to get a rash that almost resembles chicken pox or is a different rash, immediately you should call the CDC. And you can call them at 770-488-7100 because that's a, that's a, a Georgia number. Yeah, that's the where the CDC is in Atlanta, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you cannot just go to your doctor and get tested for monkeypox. But if you have these symptoms, I will call the CDC. I will tell them, hey, there are concerns. We will need to have some history that either connects to someone that's been exposed. And as of the last time I looked, which was uh, right before we started this episode, there was one confirmed case in a presumed four or five people in the United States that will be positive. Yeah. Which is a very, very small number. But you do not have to be scared of monkeypox right now. It does not spread that quickly. But I would uh, stay off of your tent. I would not swipe right on anybody... Um, traveling from West Africa for the next 10 to 14 days. Well. Oh, now's the time to swipe. No, no, no. But once I, they're symptomatic, you can't swipe anymore. You can swipe. But West Africa is a huge area with millions and millions and millions of people. And monkeypox is a different illness because it causes this rash and so it's scary in that way and the pictures are scary and it's not something we've seen before so but you it's scary. can't be like hey listen take a picture of your groin and send it to me before i swipe like that's a weird start yes but i want to be careful with us taking a whole half <laughs> of a continent <laughs> and cutting them out all right because fine. there are a lot of 
West Africa has amazing, beautiful I am people. I'm sorry, Cote d'Ivoire and, and uh, West Africa. I, I love you and, uh, and think you're beautiful no matter, you, you know what, no matter how many millions of people you do not, uh, you know what, uh, those people don't make you look fat. You're a beautiful country. And, and, and part of the continent, I, I think. You know what I want to say, I'm though? Sorry. We've got a lot of listeners yeah. in um, Germany. We've got a lot of listeners. We don't have Ireland. any listeners in West Africa. We don't. We don't. So you can say all you want. All right. So monkey pot. Listen, maybe this show, this episode will be relevant in West Africa. Maybe. All right. I like maybe. it. This is but take you off. don't have to be scared about uh, monkey pox. And one thing I want to point out is I want to give a thanks. To one of our first guests ever, Ladies Break Room, where as soon as monkeypox happened, there was a comment on Twitter. Hey, Doc and the Deacon, get this at? episode That's up right. soon enough. Listen, it's interesting. We talk about, uh, you know, there's not a lot, a big mention of monkeys in the Bible. Uh, there is uh, a point. In fact, there's a talk, an association of monkeys with wealth. Hmm. I don't understand, you know, the correlation. But if you look at a lot of Michael Jackson had a monkey. Yeah, Mike Tyson had a monkey. You look at a lot. The guy from The Hangover had a monkey. If you look at a lot of paintings and pictures uh, in gold and people with money, you know, often there's a monkey depicted somewhere. Um, And in the Bible, King Solomon, who's who's thought to be one of the wealthiest kings uh, in the Bible. Uh, was talking to the Queen of Sheba in, in Kings and Chronicles, and, and she was uh, very impressed by his knowledge and his wisdom. And he talked about, you know, the trading ships um, that would travel. And he, he said that once every uh, couple of months, a ship would return. And they specifically said with gold, spices, and monkeys. So um, it was it was presumed that if you could get your hands on a monkey, it was a symbol of uh, of wealth and standing. But you know, another thing that we talk about with monkeys, so you talk about them in movies, we even talk in TV and we talked about kind of in song, you know, there's a lot of songs about monkeys. Yeah. I wonder if I sang a song for you, if you could tell me who the artist is. I am going to sing these songs in the style of my man. Samuel L. <laughs> You're going to sing songs in the style of Samuel L. Jackson? That's right. I'm going to sing songs in yeah. the style of I'm Samuel L. Jackson. And, well, 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 he these are songs about monkeys? Yeah. They're monkey songs? Maybe. You'll have to tell me okay. if you know them. So they say, dance for me, dance for me, dance for me. Hey, hey, hey. I've never seen anybody do the things you do before. They say... Move for me, move for me, move for me. Hey, dance with me, dance with me, dance with me. Hey, hey, now. Yeah, yeah the tones and I dance, monkey. That's I right. have a 10 year old and a six year old. We know the tones and I, and I actually watched the video and it's very confusing. It's a lead singer and her friends dressed up as old people at like a funeral and playing golf. Yeah, there used to be, um, you know, this idea that they'd, they'd tell the monkey to dance and. Um, in fact, it, it, you know, I think if you go back and, and look in uh, early American times, um, there could also be some negative connotations. Oh, it was definitely a racial Associated thing. with that, yeah. Um, okay, uh, here's another one. Um, this song seems pretty simple to me. It only has a few words. Monkey see, monkey do. Monkey see, monkey do. Monkey see, monkey do. 
Monkey see, monkey do, 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 do. I have no idea. Monkey see, monkey do. Oh, did that give it a... Yeah, Dave Matthews uh, then. Monkey see, monkey do. Oh, so proudest monkey. But you I didn't mean, say the proudest part. But because there's the words. He goes on, he says, monkey see, monkey do. Monkeys. I mean, like this guy will, will pronounce, he'll do the same word. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Are you Coca-Cola. making fun of Dave Matthews? Yeah, it just goes Oh, on. my gosh. You made fun oh. of West Africa and Dave Matthews in the same one? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Enough, Dave. Dave Matthews is a genius. He's not from West Africa. He's from South Africa. No, I said you made fun of West Africa oh. and Dave Matthews in the same. Same thing. Oh, my I gosh. I don't hate his wine. Say, some, say something bad about East Africa. I don't. Now that you went after a South African famous I don't hate his musician. wine. I cannot say that because we have a lot of missionaries in East Africa, Ghana, Oh, that's West Africa. Okay. Um, I, I'd have to... Obviously, I don't know where East Africa is. Egypt. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we have a lot of missionaries in West Africa. I like West Africa. Okay. Okay. So far, I'm two for two. You're two for two. All right. Here's the last I one. I do better when you sing them in the... In the in the actual... Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're attempting to do a Samuel L. Jackson. And your, your Samuel L. Jackson as Dave Matthews was terrible. <laughs> as Dave Matthews yeah, was yeah, awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Here's my last one. Okay. And um, I can't believe you don't love Dave Matthews. That's awful. I'll sing this song like Dave Matthews would sing it. Brass monkey, that funky monkey. Brass monkey, that funky monkey. Brass, 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 brass. Brass monkey, that funky monkey. Brass monkey. Oh my gosh. And it is uh, rappers. There's three white guys. They sung the song Sabotage. Intergalactic Planetary. Yeah, planetary I'm going to fight for my inter- right to party. That's right. The Beastie. The, the beastie Boys of the Beast. Boys. Yeah. Well, I would imagine that Dave Matthews could mess that song up too. <laughs> I mean, he would only jam. It, it's it, Anyway, I know there's a lot of Dave Matthews fans out there. And I'm not hating on your boy. I'm just saying there are now. You know Bruce Springsteen is starting to tour again, seventy-two years old, and the E Street Band is going back out on tour. Would you pay for tickets to that? I have. To now, I saw Bruce Springsteen in the past ten years. Wow! Yeah, it was amazing. Was it really? Yeah, down in Philly, um, and it was pretty amazing. And I, if you love Doc and the Deacon. Uh, Dave will be in um, Camden, and I will be at the Friday night show. So if you want to meet the Doc, really? I will be there. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've already bought tickets? I have great seats. When is it? When is that? Well, I asked you earlier if you like Dave. And you're like, no, no, no. I oh, was going to offer Dave you. Dave Matthews. Oh, I thought Dave you meant Matthews. Bruce Springsteen. No, no. I was going to offer you Dave Matthews, and then you made fun of Proudest Monkey earlier. Oh. And so I decided you were off the invite list. Yeah. And the key is, the best part about Doc and the Deacon is a new virus comes out, everyone freaks out. But in essence, one or four people in the United States have this. It is a very interesting virus. Yeah. So it gives us something to talk about. And also, I realize there's times where we're trying to have fun and educate people on a new virus that comes out in a fun way. Yeah. With more tangents than you can imagine, while also the deacon is able to offend 
as many different people and places as possible. And I have to tell I you. I pray for all of those people. I know, I know. And I may be scientific. And there's some of you that may be annoyed by me. And there are times where we've tried to leave political things out. But as today is the 25th of May, yesterday, more children were killed mm. via guns. And I want to reach out to all of the people that are in the Senate, that are in Congress, who are not voting for gun changes. There are no reason for automatic uh, rifles and assault rifles. And if that makes someone not listen to this, I understand, but I've had enough. People be murdered, people be shot. And I think at this point, if you think that more guns are the answer, I just, I, I can't understand. And there are times where after this, we say it's time for prayers. And you know what, since no one has done anything, it is time for prayers. And so I'm going to ask the deacon to say a prayer for these children who lost their life. Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, we see it in Philadelphia a lot. You know, the gun violence in Philadelphia. Norristown. Is rampant. Uh, we find, we have communities pulling together all the time saying, when is enough enough? And we see these senseless violence with, again, today we found out more information about the timeline leading up to it, there were indicators. And I just don't understand. Um, my biggest challenge for me understanding is, is like you said, like who needs an automatic weapon? I, I'm all for gun ownership, as a, but, I, but I don't know if it can happen if we don't have the safety measures in place. And I don't know if you can make enough regulations I think it starts at home. No, we got to educate our kids about the dangers of violence in general. But the kids are disconnected. <sighs> With social media and the way things are, kids get disconnected. If everyone isn't the most popular person, they get angry, they get agitated. Uh, the social system, family system, systems are so broken. Yeah. And guns exist, right? And they're too easy to get access to. And... Uh, I think the reality is this was another senseless tragedy. and An American tragedy? Because school shootings only happen in America. It is specifically American, yes. And we need to, we need to see change. So um, uh, let's pray for those families that were affected. God, uh, what a heartbreaking tragedy to have the lives of children... Uh, who were smiling and laughing and had so much life to look forward to. And God, we know that, uh, that these things happen and they bring us to a place of, to question why and how, even when we know that, um, that you're in control, even people of the greatest faith are, are brought to the brink of uh, trying to understand how it's possible for things like this to happen. We think about the teachers committed um, to a, a life of service. And you think, boy, I, there's, there's so many other people if, that were going to be taken from the world. Not that we would choose anyone, but you would think, why these beautiful souls, these people who are so giving and caring, and these children who had so much life to live. And I, I think we can't make sense of disasters like this. All we can do is continue to support one another and pray and say, God, please, Bring peace to those families. Find a purpose from the devastation, which you have done often. You've helped us find 
purpose through the greatest of devastations and helped us as a society come together after 9-11, after some of the biggest tragedies we've been able to come together. And so God, I pray that as a country, as a society, as a community of people who love one another, you'll bring us together and that we can see real change. I pray this all in your name. Amen. I love your prayer. I think it's beautiful. And I can sense how much you care. It really makes it hard for me when things like this happen for me to believe that God exists, mm. especially when there are people in these highest states of believing in religion are also some of the highest places that are so focused on guns. Sure. And then afterwards, they go, we need more guns and we need more prayer and we just continue to get more shootings. And so I want, I wish that your prayer comes true. Last night, as me, who doesn't believe in God, wanted to pray, wanted to scream, mm. wanted to tear my face off. Came home from a long day at work seeing my wife in tears for children she had never seen. And so I love your prayer. I want you to continue to pray. I want the people that listen to our show, that like to pray, to continue to pray. But when things happen like yesterday, it makes me harder and even harder for me to believe. And and I can understand that. And I can tell you that without... It it doesn't make any sense to me, right? And and I think you would if you asked anyone who who has faith in God. Why um, do Americans love guns so much? <laughs> I listen. I was in Florida with family, and I I was one of the only people that didn't have a gun at a at a graduation and dinner party where there was pizza, right? I um I think people like to feel like they can control things. And the reality is. When it comes to things like that, we're people, we're broken. And I don't know that, um, that leg- I, in fact, I, let me say this, legislation alone will not bring change, right? It, there's not enough laws. People. Prayer bring change. alone will not bring change. And prayer well. alone won't bring change either. Yeah. Well, we started a show with different opinions. And I realized that one of us would get rid of all guns uh, slowly and do everything we can. And one would realize they're not right. And you don't have to be on the same page, but you got to want to make change. And when you finish listening to this episode, and I hope you enjoyed realizing not to be scared of monkeypox. What I am scared of is uh, guns and violence. Um, And we're in this together. And, and go hug your children. Tonight, absolutely. Read, read them a story and kiss them goodnight. Put the phones away. Well, after you finish listening to Dr. Nadegan. Yeah. And ask them to tell you a story, maybe. How was their day? And make sure they know that they are loved and they are cared for. Two things you can always count on. The talk is in. And the deacon speaks. We end on a somber note tonight. But we thank you so much for your support. We thank our wives. We thank Tucker Butler and, uh, and the support of all of the, all, all those out there. No matter what you believe in, go out, make change, advocate for the world. Peace. Peace.